Film Junkie live on Wednesday, January 26th. How's everybody doing out there? We all good? We all good? Hopefully we're all good. That a little bit. All right. Welcome to Film Junkie Live. Of course, make sure you smash that like, thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell. If you want to join, hit the member button. We have Patreon right there. we got the uh, Film Junkie Closet with shirts kind of like this one. Down there. This. What is going on, everybody? How's everybody doing? Everybody filing in right now. All right. Let's see. Hello. Hello there, Noel. Good to see you. Saying all the stuff. All right. We got the numbers. That's right. Waiting for... Ugh. I still don't think it is. I still don't think it is. And if it is a flash screening, that's very dumb because it's going to be so incomplete that there's just, it's just, I don't get why you'd want to do a test screening with previs and a lot of previs and missing shit right there. So I don't, I don't understand it. Plus, there shouldn't be reviews. There shouldn't be reviews for a test movie that's coming out in 10 months. Hopefully there's not. But things will leak, of course, if it uh, in fact is. I just still, I don't know, it'd just be with stupid. But then again, it's Warner Brothers, right? What's going on, Mr. Eric Patterson? How you doing? We got Mr. Fear Jason right here. Ryan, what's up, bud? Jorge, what is going on? We got Dane right here. Dane B, good to see you. Let's go, let's go. Hello, darling. We got Rosemary here. I'm doing pretty good, actually. Had a pretty productive day, I would feel, I would think. Had some technical difficulties, though, with my computer, which is getting on my nerves, but what can you do? Hell yeah. Yeah. Going on this road there. Let's get to that humping, eh? Ah, damn it, I missed. Yeah, I missed you too. That's right. And I love the fact that you're saying that I am right now. I love that. Love it. Absolutely. Oops, not that. I absolutely love that, there, Lane. Good to see you, buddy. All right. Who else have we got here? Lockzoo. How's it going? Saying hi to everybody. Oh, of course the thing jumps like it absolutely does. Let's see. Yo, what's going on, Legend? We got Tyler right here. JRD, what's up, sir? All right, what's up? Uh, yeah, I know. We'll, we'll be talking about it. There's some things that dropped late today. Uh, definitely late. Definitely late. Definitely. What's going on, Carrie? Yeah, well, I mean, you probably already saw the numbers. Um, what's going on, JD? Hello, 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 Will Diesel. What's up, sir? All right, who else we got here? Hello, darling. Okay. Let's see, we got Legend, we got everybody. All right, looks like everybody's pretty much in here. Anybody else who's near? I don't know. Yep, oh, there's Jedi Milf. How you doing? All right. Uh, bought Dune for 4K on ice. I'm sure it looks absolutely gorgeous. Yes. Uh, Stephanie, is she here? Did I see her? There she is. Hey, going pretty good there, Steph. Always good to see ya. Always good to see you. Just finished watching Nobody, huh? Yeah, good for you. Yeah, nobody is, in fact, on HBO Max. I totally forgot that it was. That's why over the weekend I was like, oh, yeah, there we go. Got to watch that. Got to watch that. I try to be. I try to be, you know. I try to be. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But, yes, guys, thank you for, of course, clicking in onto the show. Uh, of course, got the topics right here. You know, we'll talk some uh, numbers, HBO Max. We got... Uh, you know, we got some last-minute little added topic right here, which I wasn't thinking—I didn't—it just kind of came out of nowhere. Is Matt Reeves talking about Ben Affleck's Batman script? Hi, Gator Girl. There she is. Captain Gator Girl is in the house, guys. She is here. And then we'll talk Mortal Kombat, which not too much to talk about, but, you know, i got some questions for you guys, of course. And then we'll talk some Spider-Man and everything, so— all right, so hopefully you guys are doing good. Um, yeah, like I said, pretty, uh, pretty, um, pretty good day. Actually, I can't complain. Can't really complain. Uh, although I don't know, I've been sneezing a lot today, so I don't know what's going on with that. Uh, <laughs> now nah, I feel all right, but for some reason I was just when I got done with work, I was having like a sneeze attack. I don't know if just something happened. I don't really have allergies, but you know, maybe I developed some. I don't know. So, anyways. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah, we all agree. I think a lot of us agree with that. Definitely, sir. So let's see. Anything else? Okay. Samba, your Samba shell. All right. Let's go ahead and go. Let's get the party started. Let's go to the tweets, see what happened in the Twitter world. Hold on. Let me, um, let me make sure my stuff is all good here. Let's see. All right. Profile. Boop, boop. Yeah, didn't set everything up. Like I said, I was having some technical freaking difficulties, man. I tell you. It's like, come on, man. Come on, man. It's like computer just didn't want to work correctly when it came to certain things. But, hey, you know, everything's all good now. So, <laughs> all right, we'll start from right there. Okay. Um, all right, we'll start from right here. Okay. Let's do it. Did I forget to turn that off? I forgot to turn that off. Boop. There we go. Turn that off. Now we go. All right. I need to get another screen or a bigger screen. That's for damn sure. All right. What happened in the world today? This is pretty funny right here. Um, I, <laughs> it made me laugh. I mean, come on. Especially if you're a Batman the Animated Stream fan. I mean, an animated uh, series fan right here. This is pretty funny. I mean, you got Robin in the little uh, short shorts. Leaving? It's the short shorts, isn't it? I can get you longer shorts if that'll make a difference. It's not the shorts. Well, maybe a little. I need to find... Yeah, yeah maybe a little. It's the short shorts. Ah, oh, I'm so glad they got rid of the short shorts, right? <laughs> the undies. It's pretty funny. Uh, this is a pretty cool little poster right here from Kodo Lev... Yeah, I don't know, someone named Alex. Uh, if you are justice, please do not lie. Love that. Love that. Um, this is pretty funny right here because, well, I mean, we'll talk a little Spider-Man, but this is actually pretty true. Vigilante, when uh, Adebayo, like when she starts, you know, questioning him about about him being vigilante, it just perfectly sums up how vigilante responded to that. Just one guy, just one Spider-Man or woman. We don't know for sure. <laughs> Remember that? Or woman. We don't know. We don't know. So. I thought it was funny. And then, yes, guys, we have our official, an official poster for the Batman. And they decided to do the cliche, generic, floating head, stacked up, blah, 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 shit. Why? It's okay. It's okay. I mean, at least it's got, you know, the Batman flavor to it. But I was kind of like, oh, cool. But they had to do the thing where they just, like, put one character facing this way, put one character facing this way, the main character right there, and then you stick some other stuff right there. Yeah. Sadly, I was like, eh, okay, so you're going to go with that. I mean, all the other posters have, have been pretty good. They've been pretty good. So, I mean, obviously, you got to have a poster with all the characters on it, I guess. I'm just – the template where we have, like, this right here is just – I don't know. It's get, It's gotten played out a little too much right there. But I do like the fact that you do see Bruce Wayne right there carrying a bag. And then, of course, you got the, the Riddler symbol right there. Um, and then the Batmobile. And then just everything's on fire behind it, which is cool. I think that's cool. So they did add the flavor to it. We got the bats over here. But yeah, I was kind of like, ah, okay, go. You're going to do that kind of poster. All right. It's fine. It's totally fine. Unmask the truth. But there's also a banner. There's also a banner, which is really cool. You know, uh, it's not the HD version of this, but I think this banner is pretty damn. This is sexy, sexier than the poster for sure. Which, of course, you got the logo right behind there and the Batmobile, the back of the Batmobile, and then Batman right there. So, you know, at least you could have that. Wasn't that this uh, from Warner Brothers India? Uh, I, don't, I thought, it, I don't know. Everybody was just saying it was an official poster. So, uh, I mean, if it is, does that make a difference? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it really makes a difference. So, but, you know, still a pretty good poster. And I love the fact that you still got the penguin going like, what the hell's going on here? You know? So, I like it. Still good. I would still gladly hang it on my wall, but maybe I'd prefer one of the other, like, Primo posters. Yes, it was for India. Okay. I don't think it really matters, but all right. Cool. Still an official poster. So, anyways. They're fine. It's fine. They're fine. All right. And then we got these pretty cool little edits right here for uh, concept art. A lot of people have been doing this stuff, adding motion to, like, concept art. So, yeah. The air cut, cut air. Twitter was doing that right there, adding some little motion right there, which looks pretty damn cool. Hey, there's Robert De Niro at the shooting range for heat uh, with long hair and a ponytail. Look at that. But, uh, yeah, that's a little throwback picture right there from Michael Mann, of course. 
There we got that. We got that. Hey, somebody made a pretty cool uh, poster out of this right here. They used. They actually used the fat bat, which I like. They used the fat bat bat sim symbol right behind it. Bat signal, I should say. Um, yeah, they took that, and that looks pretty cool right there. I think that's pretty good. I like it. So good job, Toby's art. Like it, dig it. Yeah, man. If I had if I had a glass of or something like that, man. Two years ago, I cannot believe it's been two years since Kobe Bryant died pass away him and uh Gigi, of course rest in peace uh to this legend right here it's just crazy that it was like it was you know because it was right at the beginning it was right at right before the pandemic started so you know it was just like bam 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 it was like he went away and then all of a sudden we just get thrown into a pandemic just shows you that we'd still need the guy man uh but yeah rest in peace kobe he is missed he is definitely missed uh, this is pretty damn accurate right here. This is very accurate right here if you were ever, uh, you know, not even in the 90s. This was also the early 2000s. <laughs> this is very much early 2000s, too, before the Internet really struck. Yeah, when you were driving and you had to pull out MapQuest and print out the, the pictures, you had to pull out your CDs out of your little CD case to try to get it in there without crashing. Yes, that TikTok spoke to me, spoke to me. But yeah, it was nine, 90s into the early 2000s, for sure. Jesus Christ. There's Christ. We'll talk about that, of course. Clay Staub. Remember yesterday he showed a blank canvas? Well, here we go. Now he showed us this right here, which looks fucking awesome. This guy, this guy's uh, really doing something cool right here with like these little uh, drawings that he's uh, placing on like this kind of certain canvas right here. Of course, we've got like I, pretty much this is what? The Nightmare World right here that he's showing us silhouette of nightmare batman we got nightmare we got nightmare cyborg right there we got of course wainty cars john stewart green lantern we got what almost looks like an evil flash right here that he put like a little red in the eye right there and then we got <clears throat> and we got wonder woman right there wearing the helmet i think that's is that supposed to be gal is that supposed to be liz i can never tell the difference as they look they look alike but isn't that supposed to be liz right didn't he actually do liz as his version or as his reference i think because she actually wore that kind of uh, headgear, the armor right there. So I think so. And then, of course, we have Jared Leto's Joker. That's Liz. Not Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a feeling. I was like, yeah, that was. That is Liz right there. So, yeah. So Liz is actually a part of all this, which is cool. And then, of course, another shot of, uh, of Cyborg with a mask over it right there. So good stuff. Good stuff, Clay. And then look at these two handsome devils. Yep, season five. Going to be interesting. Got these two teaming up now. I was wondering if he was going to come back. Definitely was wondering if he was going to come back. So there you go. Then we got uh, Wonder Meg. She's got a new unboxing video showing some deceased GameStop stuff that she got. So make sure you check that out. Give that a watch. We got VFX progressions. We got a video that's showing all that stuff. It's always cool to see how they, uh, you know, how the um, sausage is made, I guess you could say, when it comes to VFX. Love the VFX stuff. Oh, here we go, guys. Progress. We got progress happening right here. Mickey Mouse, or Minnie Mouse, I should say, is uh, going to lose that, that iconic red dress, the polka dot dress, and she's going to have a pantsuit now. That's right, guys. Minnie Mouse is going to wear a pantsuit now because progress. That's right. Misogyny, sexism, it's all gone now. This was the last little bit. Okay, I'm just wondering if we can get Mickey Mouse. Can he actually put a shirt on? Maybe get some pants that fit him better, that aren't held up by invisible fucking suspenders. Can we do that? Can we update Mickey? Is he gonna get something too? I'm gonna, I mean, I don't know what he, what what they'll do with Mickey. Who God knows what they'll do with Mickey. I don't know, but uh, yeah. So progress, guys. Yeah, progress. That's what I'm talking about, man. All the world's problems are just being solved with all this stupid shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Unbelievable. Hey, M. Night Shyamalan wanted Dave Bautista for his next film after seeing Blade Runner 2049. So there you go. That just shows you right there when it comes when it comes to the wrestling guys that have transitioned to acting. And I'm talking about the, the, the top three, which is Dwayne Johnson, John Cena and Mr. Dave Bautista. I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to say that Dave Bautista is the one that could act the best. OK, nothing against the other two, but they relatively, you know, they take the roles of you know, the big action stuff, and there's not really much, 
when it comes to acting right there. But Dave Bautista has really proved himself to be an actual actor, like that can do multiple different shit and not just be like the big brooding, like hero dude. So I love that. I love that. And I love the fact that M. Night Shyamalan recognized that too. He recognized that too. Watch out. Watch out, Michael Myers. These ladies are eating some chips, eating some nuts, which sounded weird, I know, and uh, drinking some wine. They're going to fuck you up. I just ho- I, All I can hope for is that Halloween Ends is better than Halloween Kills. Hoy, God damn. I expressed that yesterday when we saw the other set photos right there, but yeah. So, Oh, yeah, and then right here, riddle me this, riddle me that. The Batman official Twitter right here is giving us a little code, which is just that it's the uh, it's the uh, it's this right here. That website, that website, Ratalada, Ratalada. <laughs> so obviously the code was right there with like the certain uh, letters that were that were capitalized. So the marketing has still been pretty stellar when it comes to the Batman. I tell you, they're going to probably be doing some more shit, man. Just wait till February. February, the marketing is going to get kicked up another another notch right there. You know, so, and uh, this is a beautiful gif right here. Wonder Woman just slicing up some fucking parademons. God damn it. Sexy shot. Sexy shot. <laughs> and, like, you know, it wasn't in the other version for some fucking reason. Or was it? The, it w- the slicing wasn't, right? But the other, maybe the other part was. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, let's see. On Star. Hey, th- I didn't know this. this th- apparently, I didn't know Dare was still around. Anybody else know that Dare was still around to keep kids off drugs? I don't think they did their jobs because when I was a young one, you know, back in the 90s, I remember when we had the Dare segments, you had like a cop show up or somebody used to work in law enforcement and he used to get the Dare shirts and all that stuff. And uh, yeah, it was basically educating you about drugs. Yeah, but you know, you know, I don't think that actually helped. How, how, how has it been when it comes to keeping kids off drugs? I don't think it's been working too well, but apparently they have a problem with HBO Max's, uh, you know, HBO's euphoria for glorifying drug use and addiction among teenagers. So apparently they're glorifying it. See, this is the problem nowadays is everybody just has a problem with everything. Every group has, you know, it's like, okay, we're showing it's an adult show. It's not supposed to be really for kids or whatever the hell or teenagers or whatnot. But, you know, of course, teenagers still watch it. But, you know, it's supposed to be as real as possible. It's not glorifying. It's showing I from I haven't watched the show. But from what I gather, I don't think it's glorifying it. I mean, I would say that it's not. But yeah, dare. Yeah, exactly. So I don't think dare really stopped anybody from doing anything. It's just a waste of fucking money. That the the government, I guess, put into it? I don't know. All just ridiculous and dumb. But I was like, what the fuck? They're still around? I thought Dare was done. I didn't know. I didn't hear anything about it. It's the first time I've heard about Dare again in I don't know how long. So, But apparently they're still around and they have a problem with euphoria. That's right. Get them. Get them, dare I say. Okay. All right, let's talk about some fucking numbers, huh? Some HBO Max numbers. So, Warner Media has officially released um, HBO and HBO Max numbers. Remember, they are doing that combination of things. It is, it is interesting with everything, and uh, you know, because we got like rough numbers a little bit before. And Jason Kylor, of course, did his thing on Twitter where he posted a lot of things. He did it, of course, today because they officially released the numbers. And uh, you know, it's interesting. It, it is interesting because. It, it almost sometimes when you're looking at the numbers, you're like, okay, can we just get them like flat out? Just, just show some charts, you know, just, 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 just what, what, what was it? And what was it for just HBO max? Or why, you know, you're doing a combination of HBO. And so it's a little messy is what I'm saying. It's a little messy. And I think that's why we always had issues when it came to releasing a numbers. Cause it always felt like it was messy. Like it just, you had to just be like, well, I got to look at over here and over there and different streaming like, you know, Samba TV and, and uh, that streaming, whatever the hell that one was. It just seemed like there's always that. And I think it's just because, well, they want to pump it up as much as possible. I mean, let's face it. Was HBO Max a complete success? No. But, you know, it was it's still it's still doing pretty decent, I guess you could say. I don't know. Um, I mean, that's why I ran the uh, I ran a, uh, a poll. And I asked, and I asked everybody. I was like, um, 
if you guys uh, still have HBO Max, let me go ahead and look at the post right there and bring it up. Okay. Oop. Where is it at? How do I? Okay. Pull. Comments. No. I didn't want the comments. What are you talking about? Anyways, I run. I ran. I can't just pull it up. Come on, YouTube. What are you doing to me? Um, just there you go. There's a post right there. So 64% out of um, 891 votes, 64% said yes since day one. Uh, 15% said ca- canceled after Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, 3% said canceled for just not liking it. And then 8 per- 18% never had it. Now, I did specify in the description of the poll that only for people that could access it, because I know it's not available everywhere, which is one of the issues, too, when it comes to looking at these numbers. But, um, you know, it seems like uh, seems like uh, seems like uh, people were uh, it's been there since day one. I still since day one, I've had it and I've uh, continued to use it. I like the service. I like what's on it. I use it a lot. So, uh, you know, and when it comes to HBO Max, you know, I, lo- I know a lot of people are like, you know, now they're like, fuck you, Warner, fuck you, HBO Max, all this stuff. And, and of course, the whole boycott thing. And, but it's just it's just funny because no matter when anybody in the business and, you know, re, even recently with Kevin Smith, when they talked about uh, where the Snyderverse could go. And I think a lot of us have even said it from the beginning is like HBO Max would be perfect for the Snyderverse would be perfect, would be perfect, would be perfect. And uh, maybe, you know, it it. it and I know this was asking a lot when it came to the fandom was like, well, you know, let's show the support for it, I guess, and see what happens. Maybe we could just be like, hey, our audience is here. Put the shit right there. But now it's just it's to the point where there's like the the loud side of the whole thing. It's just like saying, fuck Warner Brothers, boycott everything. But yet they still want to fucking restore the Snyderverse. I, 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 I still release the air cut. I just I'm trying to understand sometimes the logic of things when it's like, oh, wait a minute. You're saying fuck them. They suck. You're just constantly just every day you're tweeting all this vitriol shit about it, even tagging them and stuff. But then you want them to give you what you want. I, I mean, I don't know. I'll never understand the logic, that part of the whole thing, I guess you could say. But, you know, I guess uh, I just I just I just when it comes to all this, because people have turned on Jason Kylar. I mean, there's some shit when you look under like his tweets and stuff like that or quote tweets. There's some people that are just like totally just hate that guy, too. And then I'm wondering, well, what if David Zaslav doesn't immediately do what we want him to do right away? I think immediately or it's just people going to turn on him in the fandom. And then that's just going to be I don't know. (sighs) Cancel everyone. Right. Cancel everyone. Anyways. So we'll talk about some stuff right here. So we got this right here, which is uh, the article from Deadline. HBO and HBO Max reached 46.8 million domestic subscribers with average revenue of 11.15 million, I guess, or $11.15, I don't know. As parent for now, AT&T beats quarter uh, four estimates. So HBO Max closed 2021 with 46.8 million domestic subscribers when combined with linear HBO and an annual gain of 5.3 million over 2020 parent AT&T disclosed in its fourth quarter earnings report globally subscriber levels increased 13.1 million last year to 73.8 million by year end as the company had reported earlier this month which we talked about that aside from putting the company ahead of the uh, of its uh, internal forecasts the growth was the biggest subscriber increase in a single year in HBO's 50-year history. <laughs> Did they? Okay. okay. Um, I mean, that does make sense. Again, see, there's just kind of like that word salad <laughs> that comes in there to make it sound better. You're like, okay, I mean, I guess that does make sense, okay, that it would be increased nowadays from its 50-year thing. In that early January report, the company had not provided a domestic and uh, international breakdown for HBO and HBO Max, though it does provide that on a quarterly basis, domestic revenue per subscriber was $11.15. So it is that. AT&T is about to combine WarnerMedia with Discovery in a $43 billion uh, merger that is awaiting a final blessing of regulators. Regulators! And its earnings release... An attorney's release said uh, it now expects the transaction uh, to close in the second quarter, which is sooner than mid-2022 guidance it um, 
uh, given um, since uh, proposing the deal in May. So it's actually saying it's going to be sooner. It's very interesting because there was a THR thing where they posted something about that, that it was actually going the merge was going to happen sooner. And then they removed the post. Not sure why they did that. Some people were questioning it. And then, of course, when they saw that people got there was people on the timeline that were like, oh, yeah, bullshit. Look at that. They're active. See, it's all, you know. So, of course, naturally, people just get angry. <laughs> Again, just angry. The parent company beat Wall Street estimates for fourth quarter with uh, adjusted earnings of 78 cents sh- uh, a share, coming in two cents ahead of forecast. Revenue reached 41 billion, which was down 10% from 45.7 billion in the prior year period, but ahead of estimates for 40.4 billion. At Warner Media, revenue increased 50, 15% in the quarter. Uh, in the quarter to $9.9 billion with uh, direct-to-consumer subscription revenue climbing 11.5%. So that does sound good. AT&T's revenue was $41 billion in the quarter ending December 31st, while earnings per share totaled $0.78. Cents. Both figures exceeded Wall Street analyst estimates. So I, anytime you hear exceeded, that's a good thing. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, AT&T cited a negative impact of uh, divested businesses, mainly U.S. video in the third quarter and Vireo in the in the fourth quarter. The company spun off pay TV operator DirecTV, which it had acquired in 2015 into separate entity 30% owned by private equity firm TPG. It sold Vireo, its Latin America unit, to, ho- to holding company Grupo Worthing. <laughs> Last summer. That's just boring. But anyways, Warner Media content, other revenue jumped 45% in the quarter to $4.4 billion. Just a lot of numbers, guys. A lot of numbers, a lot of money. All we could say is, is they keep saying exceeded, exceeded. So I guess that's a good thing when it comes to the service. So, And hopefully when the merger does happen, it'll, uh, you know, Dave Zaslav's little plan right there. Hopefully to get even more and more and then, of course, getting more markets, which they will. It should get better, get definitely better. So and then, of course, uh oh, now Peacemaker is the biggest streaming TV service in the world right now as HBO Max originals gain momentum. So there you go. Apparently, remember, according to IMDb, which they only just rated on, you know, when when it gets searched, it was the third most popular in the world. But apparently, when it comes to Peacemaker, I mean, I'm guessing this is probably just domestic. But yes, it is the biggest streaming TV right now. So, again, for the people who are like, no one's talking about this. You have to get out of your bubble sometimes. You just got to get out of your bubble. When you create a Twitter bubble, yes, of course, people aren't going to be talking about the shit you don't like. Okay? You got to open it up. Follow some other people. See what they're saying. But some people don't want to do that. Peacemaker has gained momentum. Against some of the streaming's most popular shows, the series which spin off, blah, blah, blah. Okay, we already kind of talked about this, but apparently, yeah, now it's considered the most popular. So, <laughs> there you go. I don't mean, uh, went from third to first real quick. Third to first real quick. So, yeah, it's all fun. I know, Stephanie, you're yawning. It's fine. But, you know, it's just, it's just. It's 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 when it comes to what's going on in HBO Max and they have a lot of original content that they're trying to put on that thing. I'm like, cool. But man, I mean, I, you know, ever since the whole thing was going to be announced, I mean, I was always saying and a lot of people, even like higher end people, Kevin Smith just said it last Friday. It's like HBO Max, perfect spot to just continue the Snyderverse in, in whatever shape or form. I mean, it would have been just great, like right there. It would have been perfect. You could have had, you know, Justice League, literally a Justice League uh, series that would have been a season two and a season three. Weekly, everybody would have been talking about it. I think that would even happen with this Justice League, with Zack Snyder's Justice League. I know some people hate the whole series uh, idea, but that was Zack's idea. That's why we got the mural opening that was supposed to open up every episode. He pitched it like that. But Zach doesn't know what he's doing, right? No, he knows exactly what he's doing. He knows Zach is very much, uh, as much as he's old school with some, when it comes to certain things, he's very new school. He's very open to where everything's going, just like Ben Affleck is very much like that too. Um, but yeah, it's just, he would have pitched, it, it just, it would have been perfect, <laughs> to be honest. It's just like, God damn it. But, you know, they're big dum-dums, so we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But um, yeah, 
So, hey, guess what? It's 6.30, guys. That means that flash screening is beginning right now. If it is, in fact, a flash, hopefully it's not. <laughs> I really hope it's not because, yeah, I don't want to. We're going to start hearing leaks, and the people who want this thing to fail are going to tweet it out like crazy because that's another thing that we're doing, too. That's another thing that's happening in the fandom is, uh, you know, pages. And it sucks when there's, like, big following pages that are actually going to be doing that. So just to let you know, if in fact that it is, which I'm hoping it is, and from what I gathered from my information that it is not it, um, yeah, um, just expect things to get spoiled because there are people that literally want this fucking thing to fail that are, uh, you know, that want the, the, the restoration of the Snyderverse. So they want this to fail in order to get the res restoration, to get the Snyderverse back. <sighs> frustrating, but you know, what can you do? Uh, is everything all right? Got a little choppy there, didn't I? Got a little choppy. Uh, the flush is starting. See, there's stuff like that. See, I mean, I, I, I hate it. I hate it. You know, who cares about Ezra? Who cares about DJ, Brian, Ben, all those guys, you know? God, man. Uh, I mean, at, at one point, Michael Keaton was a beloved Batman. Now there are fans that absolutely fucking hate him now. Like, wow, we've come a long way. We've come a long way. Come a long way, and uh, we've just kind of turned... A lot of people have turned into the very thing that we were combating back in 2015 and 16. It just kind of sucks. But what can you do? So, warning right there. If, um, if that is, in fact, which I really hope it's not, and from what I gathered when I talked to somebody that it shouldn't be because it's way too early for a test screening, but then who, maybe they want to get a test screening out there as uh, soon as possible. Uh, yeah, expect it to get spoiled by assholes. Yeah. It's like, you know, nobody's making you watch it. Nobody's going to make you watch or anything like that. So just move on. Just like the whole Peacemaker thing, you know? And it, it's funny how that kind of, that like backlashed a little, or that, you know, that backlashed a little bit because, you know, there's a lot of people that were shitting on Peacemaker, talking about it a lot. And that just goes right into the analytics. That's why it was, you know, when it came to Twitter, Twitter trends, it's like, see, you're adding to it. You're adding to it. Just say it's not for you and move on. That's all you got to do. But we can't do that. We just can't do that. Anyways. All right. So let's talk now about that Batflick script and the fact that Matt Reeves actually read it and he talked about it right here. So this is coming from Esquire Middle East right here. All right. So this is what he talks about. He talks about getting the, 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 the gig and then he talks about reading the script. So, um, yeah, when it came to Matt Reeves, he was dodging calls apparently from uh, Warner Brothers for weeks. He was smack in the middle of five to six months of intense post for war for the of the planet of the uh of the apes uh the most ambitious film of his career at that point now uh, obviously <laughs> yeah he was huddled with a team of animators and the uh, weta digital zoomed in 400 percent into blah 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 doing all that and he said so that meeting with warner brothers uh that Warner brothers wants to have it's not a general meeting his agent opened with it's about batman reeves excused himself Self from the animation desk, Batman. Okay, Matt Reeves, blah, blah, blah. The costume, blah, blah, blah. We've already heard all that. When it comes to comic books, yes, yes, yes. I always felt that Batman was a story, a very special story. He talks about all that, and then, of course, we get that. Fortunately for him, the Batman script that Warner Brothers was uh, Pulse calling him about wasn't the take he envisioned. The script they sent over, Ben Affleck had written for himself to star in, a film he originally intended to direct before deciding to step back. I read a script that they had that was a totally valid take on the movie. It was very action-driven, oh, very action-driven, which, of course, hearing from Joe Mang and uh, anybody else, I don't know, I think it was just mainly Joe Mang, I talked about that, the final battle. It was very deeply connected to the DCEU. Ooh, he dropped the DCEU. Um, acronym right there with other major characters from other movies and other comics popping up. I just knew that when I read it, I uh, read, I uh, read it, this particular script was not the way I'd want to do it. So are we ever going to find that out? Cause he's talking about with other major characters from other movies 
on other comics popping up. So I wonder who, which characters from the other movies were showing up. Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Superman, who knows? And then, of course, from other comics popping up. So obviously we knew Batgirl was going to be involved, but what other character in the Bat universe was going to show up too? Probably Joker. I would, I would imagine there was going to be some kind of Joker in there. Leto, maybe. I don't know. So that's interesting. Kind of hurts. It does when you hear that. When you hear deeply connected to the DCU and all that stuff. Yes, kind of hurts. Um, and then even as the countdown clock was on him for apes, he decided to go to Warner Brothers in person to respectfully tell them no. I said, look, I think maybe I'm not the person for this. And I explained to them why I love this character. I told them that there have been so many great movies, but if I were to do this, I'd have to make it personal. So I understand that I was going to, uh, what I was going to do with it so that I know where to put the camera and that I know what to tell the actors so that I know what story, what the story should be. This take, I told them, pointing to the script is totally valid and exciting take. And it almost, uh, it, oh, it is almost James Bondian. Woo. So it's got a little bit of James Bondian, as he puts it. That's pretty interesting. But it wasn't something that I was, that I quite related to, which makes sense. So what I'd love to do, if you're interested, is I'd like to get involved and find a way to take the story and make it a very, very personal, very, make it very, very personal and get to the place I want it to be and make it a Batman story and give him the arc and have the story rock him to his core. It wasn't going to be another origin story, not with Ben already in the character, but that's what I would do. Before they got too excited, he dropped the kicker intended to scare them away for good. I said, but there's, but here's the other thing. This is why I think you're not going to want me to direct this movie. I can't even tell you what that story is for months because I have to finish this Apes movie. And to my utter, uh, utter shock and surprise, they said, you know what? We really would like you to do this. And we will wait. Wow. All that. We had no idea what was going on, said Dylan Clark. Ben is a friend of mine, and I love Ben, but I didn't know exactly about those things. Were, uh, I didn't know exactly what we're, you know, talking about the things that were happening in his personal life. We didn't find out until much later. Affleck stepped away entirely, leaving Reeves and Clark with a blank slate. Now their version of the Batman and blah, blah, blah is going to be doing all that. So there we go. I'm sure there's going to be some uh, angry uh, fanboys out there that are going to be like, fuck you, Matt Reeves, which they're already doing, of course. Uh, sad. What can, he, what can he do, though? Um, but yeah, that's interesting. So I'm wondering if we'll ever find out some of the details, more details, when it comes to characters that we're going to be showing up in that Ben Affleck Batman script. Um, you know, because it sounds like, I, I mean, it would just be, again, you know, I know it's not the popular popular choice but hey if we could get that story put into its own graphic novel hey i would be okay with that okay it just seems like i don't think ben's gonna do a full-on batman movie for sure he's sounds like he if anything he would just come back in a, a shorter kind of role so obviously uh, as what we've seen so yeah i don't know um i'm just kind of curious of what what would happen on there i gotta get uh, I don't know. I mean, talk to, we talked to Joe Mang. We know about the, uh, the, the finishing part of that, the, the final battle. But I just kind of wondered, does somebody else show? I mean, who else would show up in that movie? Probably, probably Barry. I would not be surprised if Barry was in the, uh, the script just because of their dynamic when it came to Justice League. So would not be surprised if Barry was in the movie in some form or whatever. Maybe Cyborg was also in there at one point. I don't know. Um... Yeah, just very interesting. Uh, hopefully we get those details soon. One day. One day, maybe. One day we'll get that. So, But, hey, Matt, Matt Reeves wanted to do something different, and he thought that that, okay, they're not going to talk to me after that. But they decided to wait for his idea and his everything. So got to respect that. Got to respect that. Just release. <laughs> yeah, here's a new campaign. Release the Batflex script, at least. Just do that. You know, if it's not going to happen, release the script, please. Mortal Kombat. 
we're getting a sequel. Did anybody else go, oh, yeah, they're getting a Mortal Kombat sequel? Cool. What, what else? What else is happening? <laughs> I mean, uh, I know it's just like, you know, it's just like. <laughs> I mean, nothing against the first movie, but, you know, it's just we had high hopes. I had high hopes for it, but it just didn't. The execution wasn't there. I think the aesthetic and a lot of it was there. Not a lot of it, but, you know. You know, some of the fighting looked good. Some of the uh, the fact that it was R-rated, we we're going to get some fatalities and it was going to be gory. Cool, that was all there. But then it just went like, what? What are you doing? Who's Cole? Why is Liu Kang a side character? Where's Johnny Cage? What the fuck is... Uh, damn it. Damn it. But, uh, yeah. So it was officially um, was announced today, of course. <laughs> New line moving forward with Mortal Kombat sequel with Moon Knight scribe Jeremy Slater. Well, that's cool. I mean, I mean, obviously we don't know what's happening with uh, with Moon Knight, but going by the trailer, it looks pretty damn good. So that's pretty much what we all have right now. It's just the only thing that's out there. Slater was head writer of Marvel Disney Plus series Moon Knight, of course. Um, yeah, that whole thing. Um, let's see, what else he's done? His recent scripting credits include Netflix 21 Laps film Uprising with Travis Knight directing and adapting Stephen King's The Tommy Knockers. That's going to be, I'm actually looking forward to that because I saw the TV movie for The Tommy Knockers and, you know, I, I'm, I'm all about aliens and shit like that. And Stephen King, you know, works for me, works for me. So we have all that. And then, of course, everybody and um, was tweeting about it we got lewis tan saying round two and it's just like yeah god what you're dead i just don't know about that no (laughs) and then of course uh mr garner this was uh tweeted out right here too the two on fire hopefully they can do something really good with the uh i don't know with this we need to have like an actual i don't know what they're gonna do (laughs) I really don't know what they're good, what the, what's the plan right there, but hopefully, I mean, obviously, at the end of the first Mortal Kombat, Cole is going to go find Johnny Cage. Um, it's going to be interesting to see who they cast as Johnny Cage. Uh, that'll be, uh, you know, be curious to see that. It's going to be interesting to see which other characters they add to it. I mean, I'm more of the older Mortal Kombat type of players i didn't really play the newer ones so i don't know really much about the newer characters but you know there is still like what we still need some katana uh uh i don't know who else (laughs) i'm trying to think of i mean there's all kinds of like different iterations of certain people too so peter dinklage for johnny cage very funny there dane very funny uh i wouldn't be surprised you're like yeah we're just gonna do it fuck it And then, I mean, that would be, that'd be pretty, pretty interesting. So the cast member from Moon Knight died recently. I know I saw that. That's, that's, uh, that's sad. He was like, uh, he was young too, man. That sucks. I mean, you got to watch the, I mean, man, you got to watch, uh, you got to watch out for that stuff. I mean, you hear about that stuff a lot, you know, Jade. Yeah. There's Jade. Uh, got her there too. And then, uh, you know, we can get into, uh, you know, the Mortal Kombat three characters, but the, the biggest question is, Who's going to also play Shao Kahn? Like, how is that all going to be, that whole big story going to be told? And hopefully they could take their time with it this time, you know, kind of flesh it out a little bit. Make Liu Kang more of a, you know, okay, if they're going to keep in Cole, which they are, so have so have Cole, Johnny Cage, Sonya, and Liu Kang kind of be like, you know, a group where there's not just a star, like one specific person that we're going to follow who has a wife and a daughter that he has to save again. Don't do that fucking cliche storyline. Leave the wife and daughter at home. Okay. Let's let it take place completely in Outworld, please. Well, the second Mortal Kombat game does take place completely in Outworld. So please just let it take place in Outworld. Or, and then of course the tournament, the full on tournament's going to be happening too, right? Because this one didn't really have the tournament. It had people fighting with each other, but didn't fully have the tournament. So let's go into a full on fucking tournament now. And then we'll have some Shao Kahn showing up and everything. So 
I guess we'll see what happens. But yeah, I think, uh, you know, some of us were just kind of like, all right, let's, let's just, let's, let's see what happens. I mean, I just kind of felt like, I don't know, cool. But if it's going to be anything like the first one, eh, eh, then, eh. But anyways, they're not going to get rid of coal, sadly. I know. So a lot of people are going like, can they just get rid of coal? Can we get rid of coal? And like, you feel bad for Lewis Tan because all they had to do was just, just make him Johnny Cage. Okay. Just make him Johnny Cage. That's all they had to do. Just make him Johnny Cage. That's, that, that's his, his, his story was similar to John, Johnny Cage's story. Just make him, they could have just made him Johnny Cage and had the stupid whole wife and daughter thing. Just, just, just take that away. We don't need that goddamn fucking trope. We don't need that. I hated that part of the movie. It's like, come on, man. Come on, man. Okay. Spider-Man. Let's talk some more Spider-Man. Spider-Man. So right here, uh, this uh, director, of course, Mr. John Watt, he talks about, uh, he talks about, um, he held like a therapy, what he calls a therapy session when it came to all three Spider-Men. Spider-Man No Way Home director reveals therapy session held for Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, and Tobey Maguire, which is pretty cool, which is pretty cool. Like he kind of, I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine just uh just having like you you get you get all three of them well, obviously you already have Tom but you get the other two and then you got to like just kind of like talk about this whole whole thing right there so and of course people are talking about you know the fact that you know they're, it's being considered for Oscars or whatever the hell who the hell cares you know about all that but yeah I mean he kind of just like talks about that before filming the scene with the three Spider-Man Tobey Maguire Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland Watts gathered them plus principals um um. Zendaya and Jacob, uh, he said, we sat on folding chairs in a circle and went through the script together. Uh, I had talked to everyone separately, but to have everyone together to talk about the story, how the pieces fit together and what Spider-Man meant to them, that was exciting for me. We had the other three actors to, uh, to, uh, to, uh, to ever play Spider-Man, well, two, uh, in the film, in a film, and each had been through so much on and off screen, it was like a Spider-Man therapy session because we had done the work ahead of time when filming that first scene with everyone. It was great to take a step back and see the crew watching like they were watching the movie. You're capturing something more than a scene from a movie. We're watching a one-in-a-lifetime event. Yeah, can you imagine being a crew member on the set of that and seeing all three Spider-Men? I mean, Jesus Christ, the fact that you would have to keep that, you know, from somebody, that's, that's got to be rough. And then, just like an, like, like an hour and a half ago, they released this. Hi Look there, I'm Pete Hammond, and happy to moderate this session. I am the only one you are looking at on the screen who has never played Spider-Man. And, really? Uh, you didn't play Spider-Man? This is exciting. I, I think it's almost... Yes, so they just released this interview right here uh, on the main Spider-Man channel where you have a full-on interview, Zoom call, I guess you could say. It's about it's about 30 minutes with all three Spider-Men. So, looking good. That's cool. I, I, when, you know, I was like, wait a minute, that, that just happened. I mean, I was preparing for the show, and this just happened right here. So I haven't listened to it yet. But, uh, you know, I've seen a couple little clips and stuff like that and, uh, and heard, like, Toby saying how it was cool to, like, revisit it and... Uh, you know, it, it really just kind of, from what I gather, I and mean, we've already heard Andrew Garfield, but we haven't really heard much from Toby. It does sound like he's open to, to do more. So that's what I was kind of gathering from it, from some of the clips I saw, and I hope he does. I mean, it would be interesting just to have, not just, we have three different Spider-Men having like their own movies. And I've always said, lean into your Spideyverse, Marvel, Sony, whatever, lean into it. If all, I mean, obviously they're going to sign Tom Holland for another three movies, but if they, you know, if these other two want to come back and do something, fucking do it. Lean into the Spider-Verse. I, you know, I, th- I don't think anybody, uh, I don't think anybody uh, is going to be disappointed for that. Tom's uh, John Wick hair is rocking. <laughs> yeah, he's got that long hair going. I want to write, maybe it's for a movie or maybe it's because Zendaya loves it, you know, makes him look taller. Just kidding. Hey, man, short, short king. He's a short king. Nothing wrong with that, right? Right. All right, so check that out. It's on the Spider-Man channel. Just look it up. Conversation, Tom Holland, Tobey Maguire, and Andrew Garfield. 
do it. I'm going to watch that later on and uh, see what it's all about, see what they have to say about it. It's just cool to see that they can actually. I just hope we get that behind the scenes stuff with them, you know, where they're all in their costumes and shit like that. So that that's what I want to see. All right, Twitter questions. Let's see what we got here, Eric and Blake. So riddle me this, Dave. Let's assume the merger does happen in April, sooner than the old ETA. So would you say the sooner it happens, the sooner a green light for XYZ could happen? Um, I, again, I don't know how. I don't think it's going to happen that quickly. We have to be. There's going to have to be some patience. It's not going to happen right away. And I already know that the fandom is not going to be patient. They're going to be like sitting there waiting. They're going to be like, come on, you know, just tapping their foot like, hey, okay, you guys have been merged for like 24 hours. What's going on? Chop, chop. Okay, start green lighting the shit that I want. I don't, you know, it's just, I don't know. I, I don't know the logistics when it comes to the merge, you know, so. The biggest, the thing that I would like them to do right off the bat is to announce the Ayer cut and announce the Schumacher cut. You know, that's what I would like to, as a start, do that. I just want to see, hear that as the start. That's what I'm hoping for. Because that seems like that would be a nice little way to, like, ease into more of the stuff that's going to, that's part of the Snyderverse, is to release that, I demand, Schumacher cut, yeah, that's a totally other thing. But still, <laughs> it's it'll be pretty cheap to do that. So, I don't know. We'll see. We shall see. But I don't think it's going to happen right away. It's definitely not going to happen right away. So, there's got to be uh, patience on it. But I just already know that there's going to be a lot of people that are just going to immediately turn because it's not going to happen fast enough. And meanwhile, it's like, uh, Zach's busy. Zach is very busy. So, I don't know. Do you think, uh, Mr. Brad, do you think Joss will make another comeback attempt in an interview and will uh, go any better than the last one? <laughs> I don't know how it could. Uh, I don't know how that could happen. If Joss decides to do another interview where he sounds like an angel, I don't think anyone's going to believe it. So I think the guy should just fucking no, just don't even yeah, just lay low. Uh, Scott. What do you think uh, was up with the THR making a tweet that said the Discovery merger will close early and then deleting it? I have no idea, but it's there's um, I even had Louis, uh, Luis right here, Fernando. He's got it. He talks about it. He talks about it. The merger happening uh, earlier, even in the article right here, it said it happened earlier. So I don't know why THR. Of course, you know, the fandom looks at it some kind of conspiracy, but I'm like, well, no, they talk about it in the deadline article. So I don't know. THR, just maybe they fucked up on something on there. I don't know. I really don't know. So I don't think it's anything too shady. Hopefully not. Uh, Niche Nation. You and the guys should do an Injustice 2 tournament. That'd be fun. I mean, if it ever gets to a point, if it ever gets to a point where, uh, yeah, when I get a, a console or something like that, that'd be pretty cool to do something like that on Twitch or something. Yeah. Donut Undercover. If we got... In, uh, if we got a Batman Arkham-style game series like the ones done by Rocksteady Studios, who would you want to see as a titular um, hero? Um, what do you mean, Arkham-style? Uh, if, if, if we got that game, who would I want to see as the hero? Oh, series. Okay. Are you talking about something different? Um that is not Batman. That is kind of like a Batman Arkham style. You want somebody different? I mean, it would be cool to like dive into like the Green Arrow kind of universe, I guess you could say. That'd be, but then again, that's just kind of, but then you'd have the bow and arrows, the different bows, the different arrows, I should say. I mean, that'd be kind of cool to have something different like that. But I mean, I mean, why can't they make a Superman game yet? I just, but then again, how do you make it Arkham style, you know, when you're Superman? I mean, I guess that's the hard part. So. Not Batman, but similar style. Yeah, I know. I'm just, I'm just kind of... Oh, that was you, Dane, of course. Um, now, yeah, I would say, like, you know, give a character like that. Um, I, I mean, obviously, the Bat family is getting their, getting their game that's coming up. But maybe, like, something like that. Arrow-esque. Captain Gator Girl. Hey, Dave, can you confirm if we're going to see your sweet butt cheeks in, <laughs> in Rebel Moon? We know Zach is not against nudity. Tell tell them those are our terms. We uh, or we uh, won't watch. I'll try. 
I'll ask him. I'll be like, hey, you need somebody? You need a you need a shower moment? Like, you know, I could do that whole pose, that shower pose or whatever the heck that they have dudes do where you have to stand just right so you don't see any junk. Um, <laughs> I'll be gladly. I am. I'll, I'll, I'll run it by him. I'll run it by him. I'll send him a text or something. I'll be like, hey, you know, I'm willing, willing to do nudity. Maybe even full frontal if you need that. Could be, you know. All right, Andrew Casali. Uh, check it out. Uh, check it out, all three. Oh, yeah, interviews, yeah. Yep, that was just like such a last-minute thing. And when, it was, when I saw this, I was like, no, that's not real. Sure enough, it's real. Cool. I'll watch it. I'll watch it soon. Uh, VF, do you think Warner Media hide the numbers of uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League movie because they were afraid that those numbers would lead to a sequel? Well, I mean, they did probably do their best to not show numbers. I mean, I don't know how many times I asked the man himself, have you received any numbers? And he would always say no. So I don't even know if, I mean, we're almost, we're going to be, it's, we're 10 months after it's come out. Actually almost 11 months or no, 10 months. Um, you know, uh, when it comes to when, when March comes, I mean, I'm, I'm, I hope to get them on the vodka stream again and I'll ask them, have you received any numbers from Warner? Yep, Dylan, interview, yep. Uh, Jacob, don't have to uh, talk about Mortal Kombat 2. It resembles nothing of Mortal Kombat. Well, we don't know that. Hopefully they. Hopefully it has some kind of resemblance to it. Legend, can we really know everything? No, can't know everything. We could be Mr. Know-it-alls. That's about it. Ryan, are you looking forward to seeing Tom Cruise as the next Iron Man? Yeah, there's that whole rumor that, that possibly a variant of Tony Stark showing up in uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness that he was uh, that it's going to be Tom Cruise Tom Cruise maybe I don't know we'll see we'll see Uh, let's see Clement what do you think Christopher Nolan and Zack Snyder talked to Dave Zaslav Let's see. HBO Max portal. Let's translate the tweet. I've read about Gunn, Snyder, Andy, Russo Brothers, D.B. West, uh, David Chase, and Stephen Knight uh, that have all talked to. Okay. Interesting. So they've all had conversations? Yeah. As far as I know, I don't I don't know. Possibly. I remember I did ask the man himself not too long ago. Or like, yeah, it was a while. It was probably a few months ago if he was having conversations. Because remember... That was before that, uh, you know, that that Scoopy group, you know, and the little YouTube channel, you know, with those uh, initials, TCN and LC. Uh, that was when they were saying that meetings were happening. And then I just went to the source. Are meetings happening? No. Okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> Abraham Salazar. Peacemaker's numbers are so big, they don't even uh, are on a- Apple TV trending top 50. Above is injustice and J J S L J. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm totally just reading everything wrong. I'm like, okay, but there's a weird poster postal like marketing going around there for some WB movies. So Apple TV, it's not trending on Apple TV. All right, cool. I guess it's not. I guess Peacemaker's not doing well on Apple TV, according to uh, Abraham right there. I don't know. I haven't seen those numbers. Just going by the numbers that they're giving out right there. Yeah, it is interesting because, you know, you kind of wondered, can can the numbers be flubbed a little bit when it comes to uh, streaming, you know? And it kind of makes you wonder, you know, especially with AT&T, uh, pretty quick to just drop, um, just kind of just be like, hey, you know what? We're, we're done. We're done. Who wants who wants the who wants Warner Media, huh? Anybody? We tried. Uh, they don't seem to know what they're doing. And then, you know, it's just we don't know the logistics of any of this stuff. But it is kind of interesting when AT&T just kind of goes, "You know what? We're done. We're done. We don't see any potentialness." I mean, I've always kind of thought that's always kind of been in the back of my head. I think I think we've had conversations about it. It's always you know, on on the vodka stream. But uh, but hopefully Zaslav can come in and actually fully do something. It seems like Jason Kylar. Oh, yeah. I mean, Jason Kylar, we didn't even go over his tweets. I didn't want to, like, spend too much time with it. I don't even. Have, yeah, I don't even have his tweets like up and running right now. But, yeah, I mean, he just went on his. And that's that's 
what he's going to do. He's going to show all the positivity. But, you know, but it's always weird when it's always a combination of regular HBO and all the different HBOs. There's so many fucking HBOs, which gets messy. When I listen to the morning show, they do a segment called uh, uh, Streaming Trends or something like that, the Trend Mill or something like that, where they have people come, like, they have people call up and talk about what they're watching on streaming. And sometimes it just sounds confusing when it's like, oh, wait, HBO Max? Oh, no, no, that's on HBO Go. That's on, you know, I think that was that hurt it a little bit, too. And the fact that it wasn't all over the place. So I don't know. It's just I think, though, I think it's still going to be, you know, remain pretty strong and hopefully get better. But we'll see, guys. We shall see. All right, guys, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. Thank you for joining me on this Wednesday hump day. You guys are awesome. Appreciate it. Make sure you smash that like thumbs up before you leave. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Um, thank you, uh, Gator Girl, for saying I have sweet, uh, sweet butt cheeks. I appreciate that. I, I do my squats, and uh, yeah, I'm sure you, uh, you want to join the Patreon. That's available right there. And now, shut up with the flash screening. God damn it! Why is everybody now? Try to blah blah blah. No flash screening, Ben. But we'll see what happens. Anyways, yes. Uh, do all that. Become a member. You got the film junkie closet down below if you want to get yourself like a box stream shirt or many of the other shirts that I have right there. No show tomorrow, of course. I'll be, uh, you know, watching some movies and all that. But uh, definitely see you guys uh, Friday for the Vodka stream. We'll have some fun. We'll have some drinks. And so. All right, guys. Love you. Talk to you later.